0: I haven't even decided what this podcast is called. Sort of, sort of appropriate, I guess, considering the subject matter.
1: Yeah, or or <laughs> is it appropriate? I wouldn't know. Uh-huh. That's something that I wouldn't know. Well, welcome to this uh, as yet unnamed podcast about the show Seinfeld. Something which I know nothing about. Uh, I'm my lovers, but I'm joined by someone who does know something about Seinfeld. Phoebe Roy.
2: Hi.
1: Hello. I'm good. Right. It's very Seinfeld already.
2: That's all you're getting. You're just getting yeah. a high.
1: From what I've watched so far, you're very much letting me drive the show. That's yes, the, I am. OK. Well, And we are joined by uh, a guest. But it's very it's unlike guesting on a podcast on most episodes of the show where the guest will have been on the show less times than the hosts. Mm-hmm. In this case, the guest has been on the show exactly the same number of times as the hosts. Uh, it's Riley. Bet you appreciates the notes now, motherfucker. I really, I do many podcasts that don't have notes. It doesn't, it doesn't worry me. Um, I don't often do podcasts that don't have a name yet. That's, a, I have to say, that's a level of flying it by the seat of my pants that I've not, I've not yet done. But you know,
0: why not
2: it the podcast with no name? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm sure that, that oh. there are so many successful podcasts where the name of the podcast is something like just figuring it out for now. Dot podcast. Dot failure. Yeah, you, know, you got. You, that's the one thing you got. You got to have a name. And it can't be about, you know, it can't, uh, contrary to the subject matter, of course, it cannot be actually about nothing um, because uh, all, there are mm. thousands of them and they all have one episode the first week, an episode the second week, an episode the fourth week, an episode three months later, then a two minute sound clip saying, uh, ho- sorry, everyone, hope to get back on track soon. And then the person goes back to their digital marketing job and tries to forget they ever did it.
2: So you Mm. you think you've uh, tuned in to listen to a podcast about Seinfeld, but what you've actually tuned into is a Riley's podcasting webinar series.
1: And welcome to that. <laughs> and welcome, so, and yeah. welcome to that. You're listening to the podcast webinar. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
2: he uh, he he costs three hundred and fifty pounds an hour, mm. um, and that's just on consultancy fees.
1: Yeah, it's a very successful uh, Patreon. This podcast <laughs> three hundred and fifty pounds an hour from each listener. That's it. You, by listening to it, you have agreed. So we will be sending you an invoice for yes. that amount. Yeah, um, but uh, but you will become a successful podcaster. So mm. you know.
0: Uh, but what I was saying, right, is that the mm. the the, of course now the, 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 the I, I think like there, there is this um people always always say right that, that Seinfeld is a show about nothing i don't mm. quite, I don't quite think that's right
1: No, it's, um, it's, mm.
2: it's completely wrong and uh, also racist
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right well we're going to get we're getting into the we're getting into the the reads of it quite early here
0: um. <laughs> All right, so you don't think it's a show about nothing? No, not at all. I of
1: course wouldn't know because I've only ever watched one episode of Seinfeld.
0: I think it's a sh- it's a show that's about something that's much much more real than any Game of Thrones bullshit ever. Which it's is much much more real than nothing. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, precisely. <laughs> it is. It's um. It's it's mu- it's much much more real and much much more palpable because these are the things that are actually likely to happen to and worry an an actual person in the in the real world. Mm. Yeah, they are they are. This is not. This is not a, 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 this a kinds is, of coffee. this is barely there's barely made up at this point, right? Mm. Uh, this is it's one of these um, one of these you know one of these uh, philosophy literary things. You know what I'm you talk oh, about occasionally? Oh, so it's a conceit uh, of we got, sorts. The, we
2: got the philosophy. We so, got the literature. The,
0: the idea of you know the, it's like
3: a kind of magical realism.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if there's, there's a boss and uh, every day he wakes up and he relives the same day and he breaks mm. the same legs? yeah no, but uh, what I'm right. saying is, like, is the 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 whole Ground idea the whole idea <laughs> thank you <laughs> the mm-hmm. whole idea that um that something must be kind of significant or large or um fantastical uh or 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 even unrepeatably significant to be uh, you know meaningful as opposed to the kind of banal ordinary things that get repeated every day mm-hmm. that actually people experience is somehow you know that that the latter is somehow less meaningful than the former is i think you know a a, a sort of an empty, a, 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 a very sort of arrogant um, presumption to say, therefore, that Seinfeld is about nothing. It's, a, a, it's a, about and also all racist. It. It's also deeply, deeply racist. That's I'm interested
2: right. that you chose Game of Thrones as the complement, there, Riley. It's just the first thing that came
0: to it's my mind, and it's
1: a show I don't particularly it, care for. No, uh, yeah. Fair play. In a lot of ways, I think Seinfeld is quite a lot like Carol freaking Baskin. Um, expand on that please no I won't be doing that um, I don't uh, even
2: know what that means well
1: there you go could you insulate <laughs> yourself from anything that has happened in the last 20 years that's
2: not okay alright that's not yeah. accurate uh, this is can I just sorry can that's I just not say accurate that's I know who happened. Al Gore is <laughs> this is just this is just based on uh, on an incident last week when I was very bored and successfully persuaded Milo that I'd never heard of the thick of it and that is not on me that's on him
1: yeah, you went in pretty hard, I have to say, because I was pretty disbelieving at first. But you, you really, you pushed on with that as a
2: concept. I did, yeah. Um, and I'd do it again. Fair enough. She's
1: um, never
0: heard of the thick of it.
1: Yeah, in in this sort of like the Nuremberg trial of Phoebe Roy's bits, <laughs> she is saying she would do it again. And I am the Soviet general sent in place of any kind of actual judge uh, who's just got a big stamp that says death. Um, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Um, I, was, I was
2: not following orders. Uh, no. <laughs> I was, I was doing exactly what I wanted.
1: <laughs> I was actually being myself and having fun with it. Other people were following orders. That's for them to say. Um <laughs> the one <laughs> Nazi at the end of the wall was like, wait, we were ordered to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the guy the guy's like, wait, um everyone else got this copy of mine, I've just been using Del Close's improv manual.
2: <laughs> I just subscribed I just subscribed to this podcast webinar series and (laughs) and here I
1: am
0: opening your Nuremberg
1: defense with I've always been a yes and kind of guy (laughs) Uh yeah there's nothing worse than ruining the flow of the scene Mm -hmm. um Cool. Okay. So I'm glad that we've got ourselves cancelled in the first six and a half minutes of this podcast
2: existing. That's what we're here for.
1: That is what we're here for. Um, and we will be doing that in the first six and a half mm-hmm. minutes of every single episode. So yeah. tune in for that. Um, so we've watched, we've watched the first episode of, of Seinfeld that was ever made, the pilot, and the only one that I've ever seen. I can't stress that enough. How have you ac- accomplished that? I've just never watched it. Well, I think that like you being North American, think that everyone has watched Seinfeld, and in Britain, very few people have. Um, Phoebe has. Yeah, this Phoebe is has. true. Yeah, yeah.
2: But um, it was a, it was like a cult show here. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I only saw, and I only ever saw it in the first place was because my uh, my dad watched a couple of episodes of it in like a New York hotel room and mm. then they started showing it on BBC2 in like the middle of the night but completely out of order and my parents recorded the whole lot
1: avant-garde jazz yeah, Seinfeld <laughs> exactly
2: um, and my parents it's recorded about a the space
0: th- between the, the yeah. gags yeah it's oh, oh my god George's fiance is undead
2: <laughs> that's that's right actually that's literally what happened because yeah. they recorded the whole lot on VHS. now I was just spoiling it for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a good point <laughs> Don't he'll forget don't, wait yeah, who's George <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Just to make just to make things easier, Milo, George's George's the me character, and Jerry yeah, is the. We decided
1: that okay. while we were watching it. Decided um, that while we were watching because it because there's there's one extended conversation between Jerry and George in the first episode, and it is just a conversation that me and Phoebe would have. Um, so we watch we watched the first episode. Uh, the, the key the key beats of the episode are that uh, a woman comes to stay with Jerry Seinfeld, and initially George is. Adamant that she isn't going to sleep with him, and then is adamant that she is going to sleep with him, and then it turns out that she's engaged.
2: Yeah, that's yep, yep that's, yeah, the, that's, that's that's the bit. That, that, that's the plot. That's the bit. Yeah, but it is organised around Jerry's stand-up bits, which it stops being as the show as the show goes on. Mm. Um, Riley, do you want to tell us your fact?
0: Yeah, well, it's the uh, as I, I'm a I I fro from uh, my entire sort of adult life have been a keen Seinfeld enjoy really like a keen facts guy <laughs> I've, I've always been real I've barely been into facts for a while and mm. I love that, Seinfeld
2: hate Game of Thrones that's my vibe yeah.
0: simple as um so the uh the, look I'm a big facts guy um mm. and I'm interested in what they care about and in these case in this case what the facts care about is uh the history of the show Seinfeld and mm. what I find very interesting is that the very that when it was pitched first it was pitched as How a Comedian in New York Comes to Get His Ideas. Mm. Um, and so, the, uh, what, what the, the, so the, the first episode, I mean the pilot of anything is very strange. In the pilot of The Sopranos Tony commits several crimes in full view and with a full head of hair and a relatively svelte James Gandolfini. You know mm. the pilots are are, are are very strange creatures. Um, and, and that's right. Because and that's so, why we keep them in the sky. <laughs> exactly. They can't hurt anyone. <laughs> um, and and so the, the, the pilot is sort of very tightly organized around, here is a scene of Jerry and George having a mm. conversation, experiencing something, going to the laundromat, thinking about what dating means, and so on and so on. Uh, and then Jerry will then take that to the comedy club and will then write some stand-up jokes based on it. And in terms of an actual show pitch, that's very, that's a, very tight, a very tight pitch. Yeah. I don't think mm. they could have pitched what Seinfeld became, which was, again, a better, more watchable, and funnier show than it was in the pilot obviously, but I, I, I that, that pitch at that point just becomes so obtuse. This pitch, very easily digestible, I'd commission it if I was a network executive in the 1990s.
1: Mm. Yeah, because you'd have done ex- a mountain of cocaine before they'd even come into
2: the room. I think to all intents and purposes, you are a network executive from the 1990s. That's the energy. That's <laughs> Isn't that the what energy? being a podcaster <laughs> is? simply what being a podcaster is? Well, it's just founding your own network.
0: Yeah, and I guess I am from the 1990s. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I I just I do come from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Don't we all?
2: No. I no. Nope. No. Not <laughs> nope, not all of us. No. Not, no. All, no, not all. No, Milo no. is from
0: the 2000s. He's whatever he's whatever comes after Zoomer. That's why he's not familiar with any of these. Yeah, uh, I don't
1: know. I was born yesterday, literally. Some uh-huh. people they do it as a bit. They say, "Well, I wasn't born yesterday." But I can't do that bit because I actually was. Mm-hmm born yesterday. And that's if you've why... liked
0: Milo on TF, that's just been ultrasounds for three years. That's right, yeah.
1: yeah. I've been doing it in utero. Okay.
0: So, what, um, what I found very... What, I, what, what is what is so striking about this, about the, the Seinfeld pilot, mm. is how centered on the comedy it is, and how odd the comedy is.
1: Yeah, the bits are very 90s comedian, which I did enjoy, because we have the, the, uh, the first bit is about going out. Mm-hmm. And about how everyone who's at the comedy club is out, and none of them are at home.
0: And That's just true. It's, fu- that, it's, it's funny true. because it, it's
1: true. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, right. it's a
2: it's a pretty solid observation. Yeah,
0: yeah. you're all you're all here.
1: <laughs> none of you are. I like the idea of uh, Jerry Seinfeld approaching comedy in a sort of Socratic or almost like radical Cartesian skepticism kind of way. It's like, well, what is the only thing as the comedian in this room that I can know about this audience for certain? Like, well, that they are here. Can you? You can't even know not that, not, not ac-
2: like not according to not according to Cartesian doubts. You don't know that. Mm. No. What about the demon doubt?
1: Yeah, maybe that's something that the network executives raised at the time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Does he know for a fact that there is an audience, or is there a demon trying to persuade him that there is yeah. an audience?
1: Yeah. Does it even matter if there is an audience? Then you start getting into the kind of Dadaists. <laughs>
0: so then eventually, eventually, what happened is they all just kind of settled on pragmatism. Yeah. So they just they just pulled out their Dewey. And they were like, fuck it. We're, doing, we're, the, we're basing the show on, on, a sort of, on a sort of pragmatism where we're acting as though it's real, even though we have to agree that we can't really know.
1: Yeah. And so, because the bit about being out comes at the start of the episode, we don't get to see how he came up with that bit. He probably went out. But maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the concept is that he's coming up left, with it on stage.
0: He's like, where <laughs> well, am I right he's, now? He's demonstrably I'm on stage. That's how we got the joke. He went up on stage, he told the joke about being out. Mm. And then, you know, he, once he's out, and once he does that, that's his moment of birth. Yeah. The Jerry uh, uh, side b- moment of birth. Coming up on stage, talking about being out. That's all he's ever experienced. Yeah. Every subsequent experience, laundromat, whatever, just gets transmuted through his, um, ver- through, through his mind into comedy. Sunfeld so is, is a show is that about saint, coming out. That's
2: St. Anselm? That, Ansel? <laughs> uh,
0: I, that I, I do not know. I, I, I've, I don't know much about your saint, about your saint philosophers.
2: The Saint Philosophers were all sick. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my feedback on mm. that. Yeah,
1: they're all cancelled. I just found something out about Saint Anselm. Actually, important thread about what Saint Anselm was really up to and why you probably shouldn't be referencing him. Actually, um, yeah. Well, uh, I, uh,
2: gross. How many of my mutuals are following Thomas Aquinas? <laughs> <laughs> you all know what this guy did, right? Yeah, there's a bit that
1: would be a good screen name, like Saint. St. Thomas a, a fine ass or something like that, you
2: know. Ooh, back to the drawing board with that one. Mm-hmm. No, there is no drawing <laughs> there board. There's no drawing it board. It just comes
1: straight out. That's Much like
2: Jerry coming out yeah. onto the stage. Well, this
1: is, right, this is another thing is I enjoyed. He's reborn each time. I enjoyed about the, the show and the bits and the way in which they interact is that it. the show seeks to imply that stand-ups just have something like happen to them that day that is entirely mundane and then immediately get on stage at a comedy club and are like so laundry that's as though he'd never thought about laundry before previously in his life but that day happened to do laundry and so immediately had this like three minute bit about how the washing machine is the nightclub of clothes
2: i assume that's how you do it Mm -hmm. i mean how do
1: you do it uh well first of all you have to go and do laundry um And that's why it's surprising because you can't not every bit can be about laundry, but you do have to be doing laundry while you come up with the bits. But more so. or less
2: every bit can be about how one thing is the nightclub of something else. Mm. That is that is an that's an extendable. It's
1: bit. another interesting Nuremberg defense.
2: Isn't
1: you- it? <laughs> so, We're so- merely
2: involved in the in the uh, in the nightclub of ideas.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When ideas have sex, in the nightclub of ideas.
2: Was the Nuremberg trial the first example of cancel, cancel culture?
1: Probably not the first. Probably
2: not the first, no. no
1: I reckon maybe the Spanish Inquisition or something.
2: I have... Uh, and they killed I have Galileo, was that... Follow- I have a follow-up to this, but okay. I uh, suspect that I will regret it. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let's move on. The
1: murder of Piers Gaveston. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the 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 crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's um, what I was going to say. Okay, yeah.
2: Did he get cancelled? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Jesus got cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. I don't think a very this interesting is interesting. What, what
1: are the people in my um, mentions if not the facts? Yeah, this is how I, was... I come up with my <laughs> bits. Okay. This is the these are the kind of conversations <laughs> that I had in the run up to a bit by me being produced.
2: Sure. Um. What what what, what? 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 What I was going to say is Mm -hmm. I don't know how, I don't know how apocryphal this is, but there's a, there's a story that, that goes around, which is that every single scenario on Seinfeld happened to either one of the writers or someone, someone, one of the writers knows. Right. Okay. So the idea for the idea for the the show and not the idea for the bits in the show come from real life. Hmm. So that was sort of reflected in the fact that it was originally about a guy looking for looking for inspiration for his stand-up in his real life, but there's just a kind of layer of remove to it. Mm. So actually, I think I think is this is this alienation technique.
0: Well, it's like a like it's, it's it's like a like a Brecht thing.
2: Yeah, this is a Brecht thing. Mm. Mm. I think everything is a Brecht thing. Everything yeah. is either Brecht and nightclub or the Nuremberg trials.
1: When you have yeah, those are the three, <laughs> those are the three, three genders. Those are yeah. the three
2: genders of event.
1: When you have a room full of people in the dark, absolutely hooting and hollering about the concept of the washing machine being the nightclub of clothes, yeah. that's Bertolt Brecht. That's
2: Brecht. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's is, what he was writing that about. That is the nightclub of Brecht. Yeah, you can combine the two things. You can combine things as well. You can make uh, make combinations out of them. What I what I thought was interesting is that they almost do unity of. Unity of place, but they, they definitely do unity of time, and they definitely do unity of action. So mm. technically, it's a Greek tragedy and not a comedy.
0: You wanna, you, yeah, can you explain how that how that works?
2: No, yeah, no, okay. I'm absolutely uh, not going to expand on that. The any- of Jerry
1: Seinfeld <laughs> yeah. is that
0: he believes that this woman is not engaged.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly.
0: Um, yeah, and he and believes he is more than he believes that he is able to break a an a an, an holy uh, and divine sacrament. Yeah. yeah, essentially.
1: Yeah, George Costanza is kind of like Tiresias mm-hmm. in that he prophesies that the woman will not have sex with him. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh,
2: Kramer is the chorus; he comes in to yeah. comment. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then Jerry, through his hubris, is led nevertheless to uh, uh, you know invite this woman to stay with him yeah. and agree to go on a boat ride across the river Styx.
2: Across the river Styx.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a he five-hour is- boat trip around Manhattan.
2: He's also persuaded by his hubris to wear a pair of extremely red sweatpants. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say
0: perhaps bordering on pink. Mm, no, yeah, they, they, they're they're, they're pink, red trousers. They're as a as a red trouser person myself, a uh, former. Would you describe <laughs> <laughs> former
2: Recovering, <laughs> recovering red trousers. Uh, getting his
1: ninety-day ship from the red <laughs> red trousers anonymous. Oh, uh,
0: that's right. Um, yeah, I, I think that. Uh, it's uh, number one. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good red trouser. I think they look fine. Um, I don't mm. think you have to be sort of that. You know, um, I don't think it's a tragic flaw at all. I think it looks smart. Mm. Um, it's the very. It's cause he's wearing bright red trousers, but with a bright blue jumper, and the
1: combination of it makes him look a bit like a suite of some kind. <laughs> like it doesn't really look like a combination of colours a person would wear. I think
2: it looks like a primary school PE kit.
0: I see. You guys it's all had it's a bit wavy that.
1: for a primary school PE kit. You guys all really? had that. What? We didn't PE have that.
2: What, what did you have?
1: Brought your own shorts, just naked,
2: <laughs> like in well, Greece.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, we, uh, we didn't really. Well, you did bring your own. You weren't. You didn't. You didn't get provided by the school, or at least ours didn't. But, but it, like it, you it to had like, to. It had to conform to like certain specifications. Generally speaking, what UK school PE kit would be, like, would be like? I gave myself plantar fasciitis
0: by wearing um, non-functional trainers to ah. PE when I was ten. Nice eleven. I have to get fasciitis. How
2: wavy were they?
0: Uh, they were Tommy Hilfiger's. They were pretty nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. There you go. Uh, the, 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 he, Riley was the talk of the Niagara Escarpment. Um, <laughs> uh, how much
2: money we spent on uh, sending Riley to, like, red trouser clinic. And he's still mm. here defending red trousers. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. I really thought he was going to make an effort this time. He
1: has an affection for them.
2: I'd um, have a red trouser intervention.
1: But uh, yeah, so what was I going to say? Um, yeah, the British school PE uniform is the the black, the shiny black shorts that are striped, um, where like one right. stripe is slightly oh, matte yeah. and the other stripe is slightly yeah, shiny. Yeah, the
2: silken mats. Yeah, oh, yeah, is that
1: yeah. is that
0: like a symbol to all of the paedophiles that live in this country, which is most of them? The PE defiles.
2: Yeah, yeah there's, right. a, there's yeah. a there's a chip in the satin bit. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like
0: a, summons them. It's like a yeah, bat exactly. signal. It's like, hey, look out, look out, pedophiles! Th- the extent
2: to which this country—look <laughs> out, pedophiles! There are kids over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Warning, just, just
0: filling you in. <laughs> the extent to which this country is like has been built—those for- countries, those August institutions have been mm-hmm. built from the ground up by Nazis—is <laughs> <laughs> so
1: like, are you in a position to receive information which may possibly arouse you?
0: <laughs> I just, I, I—it's I, very. It's, it's, I think this is just. Like everything from like the school the school uniforms being designed a certain way, because we know the Latin master at Eton's a bit funny, all this stuff, you know. Mm. Just the, um, the, the I'm inherently suspicious of everything British, basically.
2: Actually, now I think about it. Um, when I was at, um, when I was at secondary school, the skirts that we had to wear for hockey and netball were like these like like kind of porn schoolgirl skirts and around mm. my school there was like there was this massive flasher problem because there was a bunch of woods around my school and so we were constantly being told to like take various kind of anti-flasher measures and precautions and one mm. of these was that when we were running down to the hockey field we're wearing
1: a sleep mask
0: everywhere you went
2: first of all yes yeah uh, second, blinding yourself
1: <laughs> <basically> like Oedipus, <laughs>
0: like bird
2: box the movie
0: yeah,
1: bird Box. Yeah. that's right yeah so, no one can flash me if
0: i have no eyes
2: second they gave us all guns and <laughs> yeah to what shoot that, your eyes what was, out
0: that, with. what was that last bit? they gave you all guns yeah that's right like a pellet gun
2: no like like rifles like farmers rifles
0: farmers yeah. rifles
1: with
2: which to with which to shoot with which to shoot the that, shotguns that's what, that's there, what a, they farmer's
1: rifle. <laughs> a farmer's a rifle a farmer's the rifle the shotgun the rifle of the farmer <laughs> the rifle
2: of the farmer <laughs> uh-huh. um yeah and we were um and when we had to run down to the hockey field on a fr- on a Friday morning, we were told that we had like in
0: Band of Brothers, just liter- with
2: literally like with with our we're rifles. doing Karahi again <laughs> with our rifles and our weird porn skirts. <laughs> this is um, my rifle.
0: This is my skirt. Yeah. I have an eye patch because there are flashers in the yeah. forest.
1: That's right. It's ha- important <laughs> that you have no depth perception for what you're being shown. <laughs> <laughs> you need one eye to see, but at least you can't see much uh, of the dick that way.
0: You don't know how long it is.
1: Yeah, you don't know, you don't even Phoebe actually didn't clarify what they were flashing oh, them wow. It could have just been like very Lights. Yeah, like uh, graphs of how The economy's going or something You know, <laughs> shit you don't want to see like <laughs> The that. rate
0: of profit has a tendency to
1: fall <laughs> The <laughs> Children can't know that yet <laughs> They will only experience it throughout their working life so, Fluby, please continue
2: Basically, forgot what I was saying. No, ju- no, no, no. We were, yeah, we were, we were, yeah, we were, we were told that we had to like run really, really quickly so that the flashers wouldn't get, wouldn't like see our ridiculous skirts and be aroused by them, and mm. and this feel impelled. A, this is this
0: is Chris Morris logic,
2: and, and feel impelled to, to show us their penises, and that is like the and and their vision
1: is based on stillness.
2: And that we, yeah, like yeah, T Rex nonsense. It'll simply
1: be a childlike blur to the flasher. They won't be able to.
2: And at several points. Somebody mm-hmm. said, "Well, then why can't we just wear our tracksuits to do PE in? If our if our like PE kits are so incredibly inflammatory to the local nonces? why can't we just wear something a bit, you know, like grosser?" And mm. they just said, "No, no, 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 you got to carry on wearing. You got to carry There's on no wearing." No point doing PE if it's
1: not sexy. Your, your
2: nonce skirt uh-huh. We're That's just gonna right. give
0: you a gun. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: We could
0: yeah. we could either give you trousers or a gun and we've opted to give you a gun.
2: Look, this is how yeah. this is how selective schools work in this country, Riley. If you pass an exam to get into your school, they give you a gun. All right?
0: Because of all of they, the nonsense that will you will attract, yeah. because of the short skirt that you're forced to wear.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't
2: know I don't know why you I don't know <laughs> why you're repeating that. Like it's weird. This is just how we do things here.
0: Uh, and and, mm. and the, the logic of that is also Chris Morris, right? It's just like, it's just like <laughs> nonsense, nonsense coming out of the forest can no longer see the young vulnerables who are sprinting heavily armed to their field hockey match.
2: Yeah, that's right. Just so we're clear, it, that is uh, Riley's Chris Morris impression.
0: I don't do impressions.
1: <laughs> no. Riley just picks a random voice and goes with it. I kind of respect that. Like your impressions are like a bit like the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Like it's kind of it's every it represents every impression because there's right. none of them.
0: I tried to do Dirk um, Vanderclerk earlier. It didn't go well. Yeah, ja, well,
1: it's not as easy as it looks. I. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's an impression of someone who doesn't even exist, <laughs> um, which is good. Which is somewhere we like to be. Um,
2: well, what's that as a philosophical position?
0: I mean, that's just mm-hmm. uh,
1: Baudrillard.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. It's a simulation. Cool. Anyway, the rest of our PE kit it was the black shorts and <laughs> then we had...
2: <laughs> <were a> <laughs> going back to the PE kit. There were a lot kit, of nonsense. Yeah, I, any, I like, was never got nonsense. If got any nonsense listening, mm. Milo is describing his school PE kit.
1: That's right. If you've just tuned in. Uh, <laughs> if, you've, if you've just you've tuned in. We've got coming up in a second, but before and, that. And
0: a nonce, and you've to this bit of the podcast. Yeah, Miley
1: describes, you're a nonce who can only be aroused orally. That's orally AU. Uh-huh. Um, then you listen to this <laughs> podcast where I describe things I
0: wore as a child. Um, <laughs> so, uh, is, that, is, that, is that the nonce horny text? Like, hey, what were you wearing? That's right, yeah. What were you wearing many years ago?
1: <laughs> many <laughs> moons ago. Is that ethical nonsense? The dungaree like, files. You, you, just, you no, have
0: relationships is, with no, adults. There is but, no such thing. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: What, you I have a relationship with adults, but, but they, they have to tell you about you what they,
0: about about they were what like they were as a child? Okay. A child, I, again, yeah. this is all just more Chris Morris logic of, <laughs> would you have sex with this child now that she's 24? Sorry,
2: isn't that, <laughs> isn't that technically what age play is? Isn't that how age play? I don't play know works? what that is, and I don't
0: want to know what it yes. is.
2: You're what asking you me th- that in what, a very what, pointed what, way. What do you think it is, Riley? Like, mm-hmm. use your use your use your giant brain and give me your best guess as to what age play might be.
0: Well, like there are a bunch of YouTube videos of this guy called Blonde Boy Ryan, <laughs> and Blonde <Okay>. Boy Ryan <laughs> is a man in his early thirties, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a man filming Blonde Boy Ryan, and Blonde Boy the man filming Blonde Boy Ryan, I think, is also in his early thirties or somewhere in his thirties. Mm. I don't, I haven't seen him. And then blonde boy Ryan puts on a diaper and is like, I'm going to make popcorn today. And then the guy in his 30s filming says, Very good, Ryan. And I'm pretty sure they have sex afterward. Cool. And this is on YouTube, you say?
2: This cannot possibly be on YouTube, (laughs) surely. Yeah, it's
0: on YouTube. I
1: think they don't include the sex.
0: You don't include the sex, but like there's just like a guy in his 30s who puts on Mm. a diaper and makes popcorn or does, does stuff while wearing a diaper. Like no, like everyday stuff, and then sort of pretends to be like talks like someone you know who's like kids are stupid, like talks what? like mm. a kid, like why a stupid did it, person. Why
2: does yeah. he? Why is he making popcorn? Kids don't make that's, popcorn. Well, that's
0: just the one that it's like, you know, it's like oh, I'm learning to how to kind make of an, pop- an
1: offensive stereotype <laughs> that kids don't make popcorn. It's like, it's like oh, it's like I'm right, learning. You know what? Kids
2: can't make popcorn, and what's more, they should be prevented from making popcorn. Yeah, that's right. Because
0: mm. Mm. Yeah, their, their teeth are coming in. What if stuff gets stuck? Yeah, what if that? Mm.
1: Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> your defense in court is she can't have been a child; she was making popcorn.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is so that's just sort of I, I think that's what age play is, and I'm familiar with Blonde Boy Ryan through various like other YouTube streams on Twitch.
1: Okay, well that sounds um, cool. That sounds about right, mm-hmm. I
0: guess. Yeah, is that it, Phoebe? Do you know what it is?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what it is. Okay. That's, that's about right. I think, right. It, like, yeah, I don't think you have to pretend to be a baby. You can pretend to be any age you Could you pretend to be yours? like 43? Much? Yeah, like, yeah that's I, technically age oh, go- It's been a
1: tough day at the office, Sandra. You're like loosening <laughs> a tie and uh, like drinking a whiskey. Uh, just like,
0: just, but having sex with the confidence of someone whose mortgage is almost paid off. Yeah.
1: Doing age-play as someone really old.
0: I think that's probably actually does yeah. happen. Oh, no, this,
2: no, 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 that does happen. Really that's yeah. that's, that's the thing. Yeah. That, that also, like, the, there are two, like, horseshoe theory real, but only for age-play. Like and on both sides, you have like wearing nappies, Mm -hmm. so that's like that's Mm. how that works. And then like in the middle, you're you're like age playing as like yeah, like like I said, like a like a. What about when an age playing enthusiast
1: gets so old that they do end up just actually needing nappies? Are they then just horny all the time? Yes. Or does it take the sheen off? They've
0: aged into you know just like having a pretty vanilla sexuality.
1: Yeah. Someone's like, I'd like to clarify that I'm currently wearing this diaper, not for the normal, like, kind of, you know, ever, qu- quotidian reasons. I don't need it. I want that I it. wear the diaper. Yeah. I do also need it, but I'm actually wearing my sex diaper right now. So you should interpret this in a horny way rather than in an incontinence You've way. You've got to write horny yeah. on the
0: diaper.
2: Yeah. You, so you have your horny diaper and your normal diaper. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, yeah, that makes that make, that make sense. Mm. I can't remember why we started talking about this.
0: So, the show Seinfeld. Because
1: the
2: episode, because because the pilot episode, the pilot
0: episode of Seinfeld doesn't have a lot of meat on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's going to be why. Mm. I mean, there's, you know, there's, um, Jerry has, uh, you know what it is? It has all the component parts of an episode of Seinfeld, like George being concerned that he was accidentally given uh, caffeinated rather than decaf coffee by the waitress. That doesn't get played out, but in a real episode of Seinfeld, his plot would then be, as you mentioned, Phoebe, trying to catch the waitress giving him the caffeinated coffee on purpose. And mm. then uh, Jerry he has to wear a diaper
1: because yeah. he needs to keep going to the toilet because he's had caffeine. And
0: then Jerry uh, tries to watch a, a Mets game that he's taped that uh, Kramer called Kessler in the uh, pilot, then uh, ruins for mm. him. Now again, Jerry trying to watch the Mets game while also trying to see this woman who he doesn't know is married, is engaged or not. That would that then then like all of these things coming together. That would be an episode of Seinfeld, but there's just the one storyline and this, and the payoff is always how is Jerry going to write a joke about this thing and so mm. like you're, you don't really I mean look we're not in we are so far from the puffy shirt I'll tell you that right now we are far from the puffy shirt.
2: Uh, just uh, just in case uh, uh, you hadn't appreciated that's this a, is not a, a visual medium uh, an Milo, by, Milo a is, a book is looking by Thomas Hardy isn't it far <laughs> from
1: the puffy shirt
2: <laughs> Milo is looking uh, purely baffled as only someone it. who has not seen this show can mm. But that's what
1: I'm here for is that's to what be you're here baffled. For, to be
2: baffled and for yeah. us mm. to make references which you don't understand. Mm. Is that why, Raz? Is that why uh, they keep doing callbacks to Kramer being originally called Kessler? Because um, they do, like repeatedly.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that would be because they had to change it for legal reasons. What? For legal reasons? Because, because they said reason. someone was actually called Kessler who they knew. And they they had no, because it was Kramer, or not, it was, sorry, excuse me. It was that. What I do know is there that There
2: can only be one Kessler, what I said, no, is coming for just you. They're just in a court with this guy called
0: Kessler, who's wearing a bathrobe and like eating a
1: sandwich <laughs> no, with one hand
0: and going like, "People keep thinking I'm a slob because of your TV." So shows. what I do, what I, is that Kramer was based on, on on Seinfeld and Larry David's actual neighbor, who was called Kenny Kramer. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember where they got Kessler from, but I do remember that they had to change it for legal reasons. Ah. Oh. Well, there you go. Um,
2: Next time on the uh, podcasting webinar, we will uh, learn how to get yourself out of legal difficulty.
1: That's right. by Simply by changing a name.
2: Simply by either changing a name or inventing a South African paramilitary.
1: That's right. You actually <laughs> have to <change> the name.
2: <laughs> Can't be sued if he's not real. Oh, sorry, I,
0: I, I, did, I just looked this up and I was right on both counts. It's that they thought they couldn't use Kramer's name, but, so they called him Kessler. Then Kramer gave them permission to use his name, so they called him Kramer ah so it was like that it was kind of the opposite almost yes, of what you said It was that they they thought there would be legal troubles then there weren't legal troubles so they used the real name yeah he's actually he
1: wants the he wanted to go around the dating scene being like that guy on the show yeah the guy with the the bathrobe that's me
4: mm-hmm.
1: that that one that's gonna get real racist in the future that's me <laughs> the guy who comes around and asks got any meat uh-huh. that's me yeah, that's Wait, does he get really racist in the
0: future? Well, the actor who no, plays it. Oh, okay. oh, I was going to say
1: that'd be a weird <laughs> character <laughs> yeah, art. Yeah,
2: it's, it it's an unusual character art. There's a whole episode where he joins the KKK. <laughs>
0: yeah, because he thinks it's
1: the Kramers, Kramers, and Kramers that's Association. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he brings them around to Jerry's flat, and huh. it's very awkward. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> They're like, they you think I control everything? I can barely keep in control of my own life. <laughs> you know
2: what? Weirdly, that's actually not a bad Jerry. Mm. Have we hit on the one impression you can do? <laughs>
0: True neutral. <laughs> well, I mean, because Jerry's a bit of a cipher, so I guess it makes sense that I could do a Jerry impression. Mm.
2: What are you saying? Like, what Jerry is like the default voice?
0: Well, I think I mean Jerry, Jerry's a bit like most main it's characters. Like, it's like he's your, a bit it's your of an,
2: factory setting voice. Yeah,
0: I think mm. he's a default human. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's a weird concept.
0: Yeah, like mm. we we all start mm. we all start in the womb. It, no, it's like it's like Islam. We all start as Jerry Seinfeld, then we stray further. <laughs> Yeah, and you that's have to right. revert to Jerry Seinfeld. You have to, you have to become a revert.
2: And that's the, pro- and that's the process Jerry. that we're subjecting you to yeah, now. This yeah, is your re- you're yeah. becoming a Seinfeld and the revert.
1: Of Jerry yeah. Seinfeld is what's the deal with that? That's, uh, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> you ever um, seen
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. You ever seen, yeah. You're, you're out right now. Mm. None of us are at home.
0: Well, yeah, that's, I, it's, it's literally observational.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We're at the mosque. You come here so you don't have to go somewhere else.
0: You wash your feet when you come in? Why is that? Uh, I can't wait for you to learn more about the Seinfeld style of joke writing (laughs) so you can sort of do one.
1: There's one thing I can promise the audience is that I will never learn anything Uh, ever under any circumstances. Um, Yeah,
2: well, learning is problematic, as we have That is That is right. That
1: is definitely true. Um,
2: Ad nauseum.
1: And then he does this final bit about dating. Yeah. Whereas, like, the dating world, I don't understand the dating world. The dating world is a cruel world.
0: In the 1990s, that was groundbreaking because all stand-up comedy before then had just been, like, spinning bow ties and stuff.
1: Yeah, and talking about your mother-in-law. One-liner.
0: No, but that, that, that one-liner, well, one mother-in-law stuff, that, that was even later. It was all, like, you know, one-liners. Spinning bow ties, flip-up dickies. No. Flip-up dickies? Flip-up
2: dickies? <laughs> flip-up
0: dickies. Excuse me?
1: Flip-up
2: dickies. Is that something else from your YouTube channel? Selling candy
1: of the 1950s, flip up dickies.
0: (laughs) Oh, like a a, a dickie is like a shirt front.
2: It's what they have in every tuck shop in every British school. Yeah,
0: flip up dickie. That's the nonce
2: who that's runs the, the that's tuck the, shop. The, yeah. I think
0: you you could probably call
1: that. He's
2: called Flip Up Dicky. It was actually
1: a. Uh, it <laughs> was a. It was a New Labour PFI initiative to, <laughs> to save money on school tuck shops by having them run by volunteers by volunteer nonces. Yeah, because who would
0: volunteer nonces? Uh, well, no, it's because you're a nonce. It then, was also a prison rehabilitation. Yeah, if you're program. a nonce, you go to prison, then New Labour would 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 put you in a school. Uh, as a mm. kind of a version, they've gotten a lot of advice from uh, hypnotists and so on. Yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, Paul sh- McKenna
0: like, was in charge of it.
2: Like Sure Start is like now a. Like a kind of liberal article of faith. But no one actually looks into what Sure Star actually was. And it was sending pedophiles into schools to sell sweets. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. what it was. And, and that's what of, they're yeah. all defending. The
0: advertising for it, ironically enough, was Jimmy Savile. They didn't know at the time. Yeah. Uh, but then holding a box saying, hey, kid, want some candy? Yeah. Well, and that all started because the Soviets sent a
1: pedophile <laughs> to the sports center. And then we were like, well, we've got to do one better.
2: Well, you know what? You know what my big issue is with Jimmy Savile? What? Communist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the hard left that's my my opinion that's right um, yeah. yeah though a flip up dickie is like it's a shirt front oh that you would wear with a tuxedo <laughs> okay. and then like you would have like a little string on the bottom of it that would like go into your wrist and you pull the little string and then the dickie would like roll up when you do the punchline of your joke uh, like your shirt oh front nice. would roll up
2: Riley this explanation does not make it sound any less perverse if anything it makes it sound more you know I have mm. a spinning
0: bow tie it was given to me as a as a gift by an ex it actually generates green energy
1: in windy environs.
2: That's the Green New Deal. Uh-huh. That's a right. Everyone has to wear a for every bow tie. Pedi- yeah, yeah. A bow tie the- for every pedophile. Cl- mm. the cl- the clowns- You're not doing anything. Yeah. Just send them out to the hills and use them to generate wind energy.
0: Yeah. No, the, cl- yeah. the clowns in Westminster very literally are interested in clowning.
1: Yeah, that would be like a like a fun bit of just like they decide that ultimately that the way to solve the you know the paedophile issue is to just make them all as clownish as possible.
0: Yeah, but then it turns out all the clowns are in Westminster, and well, now yeah. you know the rest of the story. Oh, and then we've got a government of paedophiles. The one thing, unironically, oh, yeah. yes,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Actually, that's uh, like it's it's really. Do- this is
1: the one thing that has always <laughs> happened.
2: It's re- it's really dark. It's why um, it's why Jimmy Savile dressed. In the way that he did, he did it like completely deliberately, because he thought that anyone who would say how dangerous he was like like he clearly was would make themselves look ridiculous because how could anyone uh, with that kind of presentation possibly be a threat to anyone? And it was like completely mm. deliberate. To make himself, to make not just himself look like less of a threat, but to make anyone who pointed out what a a danger he was look Mm. like they were, look like they were mental. It's literally from the Daily Stormer. So it's literally clowning.
0: That is from the Daily Stormer style guide as well, which is that in the Daily Stormer they say that anything you write should be sort of arch enough that anyone trying to point out that it's advancing a very dangerous set of ideas would look ridiculous because Mm. what you're writing is just a little bit just a little bit ironic, yeah.
1: a little bit kooky. Yeah, yeah like this That's is, why every Daily Stormer article starts with now, then, now, then, now, then, and ends with, and the band was shawaddy Waddy. It's
2: it's very it's very effective as a as a as a as a technique. Mm. Um, and it's no lost the thread of that yeah. sentence. Yeah, yeah, No, it's very it's very effective as a technique.
1: But yeah, um, the last the last bit. In the Seinfeld episode, was yeah. actually the only bit that I thought was any good. Which is the bit where he talks about how uh, men try and get women's attention by like honking car horns and shouting at them from construction sites and so on because they haven't had any better ideas. He's like, "That's that's the action of a man who doesn't doesn't have a better option." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's- I thought that was, if nothing else, a good observation.
2: <laughs> I, enjoy- I I I quite like the uh, semiotics of horny that they include in the in the episode. So when he's trying to work out whether this woman wants to sleep with him or not, mm. um so he's like watching her for kind of like the hallmarks of horny and uh the hallmarks of horny. The hallmarks with of horny. Rye. That's right. Yeah. Um and one of them is that she asked for a glass of wine because only
1: mm. Only a woman who's trying to fuck would yeah. ask for a, only glass a, but- a, mm. a glass of wine.
2: But a loose slattern wants a glass of wine. And oh, but she like kind of she starts like she opens her top button and she like turns a like uh, turns like a side light yeah. off, off. This is another thing like they should address: is that hot.
1: is that the woman that Jerry Seinfeld is is uh, desperate to fuck is like the way that the character is coded is like not really like sexy in any way. She's kind of like she has the vibe of like kooky aunt.
2: She mm-hmm. does, yeah. She has a kind yeah. of like, in the eighties. That was really a hot waistcoat. in the eighties. In waistcoat. the eighties,
0: kooky aunt was the the big, the hottest thing you could be. the, the, yeah. the,
2: the, the big horn. Mm-hmm. That was the pot. That was what Bighorn was, was providing. It was a boon time for
1: kooky ants.
2: Okay, can we come back to that because I feel like there's something wrong with that statement, and I want to and I want to unpack it. Mm-hmm. What's
0: well, like All the kooky ants have have gone evil, huh? Mm. your kooky ant, your your kooky ant in the 1990s or 2000s, sort of spent the last 10 years becoming your like
2: Hillary you know, Clinton,
0: or you're either your yeah, your like blue MAGA
2: or you're like... No, Hillary um,
1: Clinton wasn't a kooky aunt in this period. She was a MILF then.
2: Yeah. Uh, or... Okay, now we really need to... <laughs> no, no, no. He talks about this on the stream.
0: I'm tired of, I'm tired of addressing it. Hillary Clinton it. was a MILF
1: discourse, the thing I, that I, no I one is ready for. It. Yeah, it's yeah. not
2: so... I don't think it is a kooky aunt. I think she's got a I teach, I teach art at the kind of adult education institute. Yeah, a kooky aunt. Okay, yeah, maybe that's... She's a, like, that that's something a kooky aunt
1: would do. Kookie aunts are allowed to have careers outside of being a kooky aunt. Like no, kind of, in some ways that's part it, no, of being a. No, being a aunt. kooky
2: aunt is your job. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's actually it's actually the only type of universal basic income that's ever worked. And it's the like it's like kind of baseline salary for kooky auntism. Mm.
1: Well, there you go.
2: If you don't if like in the nineteen eighties, if your family didn't have an aunt and definitely didn't have a kooky aunt, you could apply for one from the government. The state mm. would issue with you with a kooky aunt. Yeah, that's what yeah. she
1: was doing in New York. Yeah, you just had to go and sign on every week for your aunt. Yeah. Yeah, to to
2: prove that you weren't accessing aunts elsewhere.
1: On my CV, like 94 to present is kooky aunt at nephews.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Going on LinkedIn and endorsing someone for being a kooky aunt.
2: Exactly. Should should we talk about his shirt? Do you want to talk about his shirt?
1: Oh, yeah, the shirt was odd. It's
2: the glossy, the... The glossy, a, no, no, a, the, glowing the, shirt.
0: The great thing about early Seinfeld episodes is most of the clothes are made, are made out of fabrics that just don't exist anymore. Yeah, you can't you get look them at anymore. You 100%, 100% Ray Tex. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that?
2: Something from the Museum of museum of Obsolete Fabrics. A <laughs>
1: fabric that was mined directly out of the ground in the Central African Republic mm-hmm. at a cost of many, many lives.
0: Indeed. Uh, does, it really, it really, like, depended on... Uh, on, on some on the terms that were set like before the Seattle round of the w t o that made it completely it made it just completely uh, uh obsolete you couldn 't get Raytex after that, yeah. but before that you could just you could drape yourself in miles of it as as Seinfeld yeah. does and that's one thing I admire about it actually is you never lose the tight jeans. Uh, sne- white sneakers and very billowy, voluminous, voluminous mm. shirt aesthetic throughout.
3: They are very voluminous. Very uh, they stay voluminous,
0: voluminous throughout the entire run of the show. They stay voluminous.
1: Also, Riley, that entire like two minute bit you just did was in exact like Trump
3: cadence. <laughs> it was
1: like, you, you, get, you can get, get miles get of it actually.
3: Anymore. But what you will say about it, and what I do like about it, is it's very voluminous, and it it's stays, very, it stays voluminous. Actually, it still is. You can see the shirts; is they're very shiny. large. They're beautiful. It's not. These are very it's big not shirts. Just
2: it's not just made by yeah, children, it's made out of children. That's
3: just an old man voice. Raytex.
2: All, all, all right, let's Ray-tex. hear yours then, shall we, Riley? They used to have it.
3: It was protected uh, by soldiers, actually, the mines where they got the Raytex. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that the liberals in California where the Raytex, where it comes from. But people would wear it in the 90s. I had many shirts, very large, voluminous, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful shirts.
2: He, he does a good Sh- one. A shirt
0: for
3: mm. a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Very big guy. Very
2: big guy. A very large man
0: wearing a big shirt. He came yeah. to me and he had tears in his eyes. And he said, sir, sir we're finally bringing the billow back.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: yeah. The, the, it, under Obama, the shirts man. got so skinny. Everyone wanted to dress like Don Draper.
1: <laughs> That's what... Fuck That's what That's what Trump should do When he stops being president Is Graydon they should Carter redo Seinfeld the shirt. Yeah. Where Trump is just in it As an additional uh, uh, yeah, character Yeah great
0: Awesome I would I've long said I would watch any I piece watch of media that. that he produces After becoming mm-hmm. After stopping being president Yeah Anything he does I will watch Especially If it is fiction
3: I want Jerry I, I came over here. I wanted to know If you got any meat <laughs> If you got any meat I was looking, I see you got a lady here, a lovely lady, hello. <laughs> hello to her, okay. A I'm, wonderful lady, but I've actually come over about the meat. I want to know <laughs> if you have any meat, okay. I'm wearing my bathrobe. <laughs> Beautiful bathrobe, very big, actually. The king of France gave this to me.
2: Has anyone done a cut of the Trump dancing clip to the Seinfeld theme tune? Because no. I no. know like something that sign. If you,
0: the Seinfeld theme tune overlaid of that clip, uh, could be the theme tune to this show, and everyone would just have to know mm. that it's overlaid. You have to imagine Trump dancing. Yeah, you have to imagine it, but it is also cut from a video. You overlay it on the video, then you cut the you, so you put the audio on the video, then you cut the audio back off of the video, then you make it the theme tune, and it will have been imbued. It will be a homeopathic sort of mm. Donald Trump presence.
2: I imagine him dancing every time I hear any piece of music. Yeah. So- I don't see what the difference would be here. Isn't it
0: cool how you're going to think of him for the rest of your life? Yeah. Yeah. It is cool.
2: It is cool. It's
0: actually very
1: cool. It's
2: actually very cool. I'd rather think about him than most of the shit I think about. I'll certainly
1: think of him for the rest of his life.
0: (laughs) That's
2: right. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope it's forever. Imagine what happens when he dies. I
3: hope he doesn't.
1: He'll be the first person to deliver his own eulogy.
3: (laughs) He'll have, like, pre-recorded it. So if you're here, that means I'm dead. You may have noticed. May have noticed there's a big guy, not here anymore. Okay, people are probably there there, they're saying, Where's Donald Where is he? Where's Danny? Well, I'm in this box. Okay, big beautiful box. Beautiful. I had to pay for it myself. A gold box. Okay, they're gonna they say they're gonna bury me. They said they're gonna bury me. They thought they couldn't do it. They thought they couldn't do it, folks, but they can. Cause I'm dead. And actually I'm looking into it very strongly. it's, got, it's gotten very good. <laughs>
2: Like, have you been practicing? Have you been practicing? Because, like, the Ronald.
0: Okay, because I still think about You're the doing Ronald. Doing this in Ma-
2: front of your mirror with a hairbrush. I often mm. think
0: about the Ronald because the, the Ronald well, McDonald. Trump never House has a mic. He couldn't yeah. be trusted with one. He'd be gesturing too much. The, the Ronald McDonald House bit is something I think of quite a bit. Cause He'd be very, brushing his hair with the hairbrush. It's very funny, mm. um, and the. the your, I'd say your impression of Donald Trump in the Ronald McDonald House bit is like sixty percent. Mm. Where it's like, the, it's it's mostly a, a content thing. Yeah. But this is- i laughing so much this, while doing yeah, it. But This is a step change upward in, it actually sounds like him.
1: Well, there you go. I guess it's a
0: study, isn't it? Do not use this as a license to do the voice <laughs> more on the podcast that we do together.
2: So welcome to- People, well- we, talk about <laughs> <the
3: Donald. laughs> we talk about the Donald Trump <laughs> impression. I give him one compliment. People thought, people I thought give it him couldn't b- get better. They
2: said it, they said it couldn't one get better. One compliment. But it
3: could.
0: And now it's this forever me, Donald, until he thinks
3: about something else. Donald, is gotten better. It's so, gotten uh, even better. Ah! We, thought it, we thought it couldn't be better, but it's, it's tremendously it. better.
2: So uh, uh, welcome to uh, Milo's uh, quarterly performance review. Mm. Riley is pleased with the development in the Trump voice, well, but like he doesn't diversify. wish to hear it again.
0: We'd like mm. to diversify our product
1: range. It's the compliment sandwich. Uh-huh uh yeah
0: yeah they they named the compliment sandwich after me at Katz's
1: <laughs> mm. i would uh yeah i would i would really I would really like it if Trump was inside, Seinfeld to try and that's do my some, take off. I' do some the
2: horizontal integration on on Milo's voices uh-huh. mm. <laughs> by <which laughs> we, jerk you, van der trump
0: yeah that's right' well, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's that's that's
2: it would be hard,
0: yeah, it would be unpleasant you'd have to you'd be your your voice box would be in a splint
2: yeah do you do your trump voice for ladies
1: for which ones?
2: Well, you the, know, the various, but var- what you mean var- generally, like as a
1: seduction technique.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: like doing, I'm actually like on hinge. I'm typing in the Trump cadence.
0: I, when yeah. I was on like dating apps, I used to do that.
1: Yeah, just like I, I used oh, to, block yeah. caps, exclamation points. Your your,
0: <laughs> your favorite president, me.
2: Riley, did you actually?
0: Um, I mean, I sort of I, t- I, t- I, I talk, I text and, and type the way I talk, and um, I, I sort mm. of sometimes in order to to make a point. You know i'll'll I'll, 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 do, I'll do some some other thing well
2: I mean 'cause because because you know what happens if a woman tries to make a joke on a dating app, she will wish that not only did she not bother but she'll wish that she'd never been born that's uh-huh. like that's that's how much of a good use of your time uh-huh. it is Man, so, people's dating profiles are terrible though i, I, I like yeah, mine I'm surprised I was pretty happy with mine, yeah. Yeah, I get but, back when I had yeah, one. We're, I know we're three I
1: incredibly one. weird people. Have you ever looked at people's dating <laughs> profiles other than your own respective one? Because I my, have.
0: My, 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 my. I think one of my last Tinder bios was just "Your favorite president, me."
1: Yeah. yeah. There you go.
0: Great. Yeah,
1: that's the that's the quote to have. Yeah, absolutely. I used um, to have
2: a thing on my Hinge profile about why they didn't just chuck Chucky the doll into the bin.
0: Why didn't they do that?
2: Great question. And mm. n- one that has never been satisfactorily answered. That's right.
0: Not by the yeah. men of Hinge.
2: Not by the men of Hinge. No. They tried to. And not by
1: the scientists either. Tr-
2: not by the scientists and not by Jerry Seinfeld and his observational no. bits. And certainly so, not yeah, by... Yeah, observe by
0: observe Chucky uh, being thrown into a bin. And certainly
1: not
2: Obs- by observe, the various families... that, you shiny shirt, fuck. <laughs> terrorized
0: by Chucky.
1: <laughs> no. It, that's actually what Operation Paperclip was about, is they were trying to get Nazi scientists to find a way of putting Chucky into a bin... <laughs> But even the <laughs> finest scientists of the Third Reich were unable to do it <laughs> yeah. because he was too powerful.
4: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's
1: There's right. a
3: doll. He's called Chucky. He's very, very strong. He's I very just... strong, <laughs> folks. They want to put him in the bin. They want to put him in the bin, <laughs> but they can't do it. They got these scientists. They brought him from Germany. They brought him over here on a boat. Okay. They said, can you take this doll, this very big doll, put him in a bin? And they said, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. Why can't they do it, folks? Why can't they do it? Cause he's too strong.
0: We're going to be looking very strongly mm. into getting Chucky into our administration and our transition that's team. Right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> minister for dolls.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Mm.
2: All these kind of like American liberals sort of saying like yeah. I'm so I'm so happy that uh, Joe Biden's got some got some murderous doll representation because representation matters. It does. There are a lot of murderous dolls in this country, and now mm. they feel like their voices are getting heard.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, he is naming a murderous doll his ambassador to China, it looks
2: Ayo. like. Oh. Ayo! <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> the Satire <laughs> Hour!
0: Yeah.
1: That's what this podcast is going to be called now, the Satire Hour.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joe Biden's Satire Hour. <laughs> and Riley was doing the gestures of the flip-up dickie and the spinning bow tie there.
0: <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah, Riley's completely naked. I should so, uh, stress that. So
2: so what's the deal with the dick, Joe Biden? The dickie
0: flipped all the way out.
1: That's right.
0: I'm wearing nothing but a flip-up dickie <laughs> outside mm-hmm. this hockey field. It's a field here, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Well, what do you call yeah. them? Rink. What? No, yeah, but that's ice yeah, hockey. That's it's a different game. Pl- not if you're playing hockey, like actual hockey. No, oh, no, actual. So what, oh, so, p- what oh, boy, <laughs> so what do you oh,
0: call Oh boy, here we go. So what do you call So what do you
2: call it when you yeah. play real hockey? Hockey. Okay. So and that's played on what?
0: It's played on ice because it's hockey. No.
2: Mm. No, that's ice hockey. That's why they call it ice hockey. If it requires a qualifier, that makes it the deviation no, and not w- the no, rule. No,
0: we, we call it field hockey when it's not played we on ice. You call
2: it field hockey? Yeah, why do you call it field, field so, hockey? It's the whole
1: assumption in Canada is it's so cold that anything you're doing presumably takes place on ice, unless you specify otherwise. Like, hey, I'm having sex. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nice. I was having bed sex the other night. <laughs> Regular sex is a bit
3: cold for me, eh? Going out for a fuck are you, bud.
2: What was that? Is that your my, that is that your that's Canadian? Oh, no, that's, that's his
3: letter, Kenny. Oh,
2: yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't Going know. Going out oh, on the oh, ice for a fuck that. are you? I think you I think you spent all of your all of your <laughs> you considerable spent all, yeah. time <laughs> you energy <spent, laughs> putting it into the Trump void. You put
0: all you spec as a as an actual one of the like I don't know, four or five actual good Trump impressions? Hmm. You know, the, the the best one is the is is uh, Austin Johnson.
2: Oh yeah, that's yeah amazing. that one that that's one's so un, unbeatable.
0: Mm. You're one of like a couple that's actually good, and then all the other ones are terrible.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and you got Same. other people who are just miming.
0: <laughs> um, so, how uh, was that a thing? <laughs> so
1: look, you got these comedians now; they just mime. Yeah. They're not even saying anything. I'm here. I'm saying things. You're saying things when you're at home, but yeah, I'm not I, saying I've, anything. Just,
0: again, you need to just get more. You need to get more Seinfeld. So you're like, this will be so the fun like, bit of the
1: podcast so like is that my impression of Seinfeld at- <laughs> gets better as it goes on, as we learn. Now, if you're following along with the show. Okay, now like,
2: that is Baudrillard. That's what that yeah. is.
1: Like, if you're listening to this podcast, no, you should it's, also... it's metamorphosis.
0: It's, it's uh, Milo awoke, mm. from, awoke from a disturbed night of strange dreams mm. to find himself transformed into Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, no, uh,
2: this is literally something that we were Oh, that's Kafka now. No, this is literally something we were talking you about not, on 10,000 posts.
1: You should not have watched Seinfeld if you're listening to this show. What did show. I say? You should watch each episode of Seinfeld immediately followed by the podcast about it. to so yeah, experience like, it as I, I am the listener in yeah, this like, scenario. Think of
2: it as like a kind of 12th century commentary on the Torah. That's what... Like in order to like really hmm. kind of get get what like God is trying to say to you, you need to listen to this podcast. Is
1: that is that how is that how you properly pronounce the Torah? If I've been saying it wrong all this time,
2: what do you call if you're it? You're
1: a posh person. Torah. The Torah, it's the posh one. The Torah. Like it's just, it was just the Jews were just saying goodbye actually, <laughs> in a jaunty and posh <laughs> way. Uh, <laughs> that was it. Was a long goodbye note from Yahweh. That's why it's called the Torah.
0: Yeah. That's although well, that's actually what if you're so posh you can't pronounce Tatler. That's what you call it.
2: <laughs> yes, that's how it's pronounced.
0: <laughs> well, I learned something new every day.
2: Yeah. You will both be hearing from the ADL shortly. So you can
1: say Torah to how you were previously pronouncing that.
2: That's a good bit for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, What's that, the that, deal that, that, with how they say the Torah? That'll do, Jerry. Where are
3: they going? They're not leaving,
1: it's a book. Or a scroll.
0: Right, you've got a lot to learn, my friend. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's the beauty of it, though, Mm. you know. Mm.
0: You know, life is just a big, long journey, huh?
1: It really is. Um, Yeah. Life is a roller coaster, just got to ride it. Roland Keating said that.
2: Who's that? Who's Ronan Keating? Yeah,
0: who's
1: that? You can't be sitting there asking who Roland Keating is.
2: That's not a good... R- One of the that's most not significant
1: cultural figures of Milo, your
0: spec does a Trump impression. Just accept it. That's not, that's a, a, good, decent that's not a good... That's
2: not no, a That's not a good decent. Ronan Keating. Do you know what? I
1: know, I know what Ronan Keating sounds like because he does the Magic FM breakfast show. Yeah. Oh. Um,
2: Ronan, Ke- Ronan Keating, Riley, um, is, he's now like a kind of non-specific personality, but he used to be in an Irish boy band called Boyzone. Mm. And then did some solo stuff Amongst them
0: Trust Trust this archipelago To call something boyzone Yeah it was
2: created
0: (laughs) As to to lure all the
1: pedophiles in the country Into one spot
2: Bearing in mind that they are Irish And probably would not very much appreciate being described as part of this archipelago. Well,
0: it is it is physically the same archipelago. It
1: is a British Isle, even though it is not part of so Britain, is, the nation, Br- the like, United Kingdom. Like
0: there is, a, there is a, a bunch of islands off the northwest coast of Europe uh-huh. that includes Great Britain yeah, okay. and no, Ireland, no, 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 and the Isle of Man no, no, no. and the Channel Islands.
2: That, fine. Mm. Um, however, I feel like this is something that we should absolutely step away from very, very what if, quickly. Hey, how about this? What if we cut it? <laughs> don't I don't think you can that. get
1: cancelled for making a joke about the boy zone.
0: Put down the <laughs> lathe. Put down the lathe. I think maybe if you draw too
1: many. Well, I like,
2: with the right attitude, you could get cancelled for anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Mm. Which is a fun way of looking at the world. Anyway, Ronan yeah, Keating, any, any famous any Irish star Anytime I say, any time I say
0: yeah. that, and, and any anytime I draw any kind of association between Ireland and Britain, know that what I believe should happen is an 800 county united Ireland. <laughs> Yeah,
2: all governed by Ronan Keating. (coughs) Yeah, that would Uh, be fun. That would be funnier if Riley knew who that was.
1: What you need to know about Ronan Keating is (laughs) he talks a bit like this.
2: What you need to know about Ronan Keating is that Milo can't do an impression of him. Well, we shall see. We shall (laughs) let the listener decide.
1: You
0: know, that's what this podcast could be about: is you getting a better Ronan Keating impression and me finding out who it is next time I come to guess. What's the
1: deal with uh, (laughs) laundry? (laughs) You're doing larger. It's like the Noid Club of clothes.
0: Actually, it's getting
1: worse. <laughs> it was all right to start with, like and now you've made co- me think about it too like much. Like the
2: roller coaster of life.
1: Now it's getting increasingly like Colin Farrell, got <laughs> that kind of aggressive, very staccato
0: Irish.
2: See, that's that's. that's pretty pretty good. I'll accept that that's a good Colin Farrell, <laughs> that's a good Farrell, but it's but it's a no good Keating. Yeah, yeah. Colin
0: Farrell you're was all, also in Boyzone You're Boy all Farrell. You're no Keating. Mm. Was all Colin Farrell. Farrell also in Boy Zone? I'd believe that. Yeah. Why not? Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, he was. Um, one of you
3: you keep saying that life is a rollercoaster but what do you mean by that?
2: there were two of Boyzone who should not have been in a boy band at all because they both looked about 46 yeah they both looked they both looked like like it was age play well okay yeah first of all Boyzone is age play because they weren't boys they were men and second Mm. they had two 50 year old men boys
1: to men who inhabited a kind of liminal space yeah that's right yeah yeah
2: um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the uh, my, it was yeah, it was Mikey and Keith from Boyzone who both... Mikey and Mikey Keith.
0: Mikey and Keith. No boy has ever been boy. called Keith. I, Mikey um, and you no Keith. 10-year-old's been called Keith. That's absurd.
1: Yeah, my father was born at 20 years old.
2: Okay, first of all, can I just say that uh, making fun of the name Keith is racist. So... Um, mm. mm-hmm. Checks out. Yeah, so Mikey and Keith both looked like they had just been like kind of summoned off like a kind like of local building site and kind of put their put their cups of tea they down. Really get summoned off and been told to put on a kind of white linen suit. Yeah, and uh, sing a quite good cover of Father and Son.
1: So in a way, they were just following orders.
2: Yes. Yeah, So the, uh, so, the so the nu- just following <laughs> <so> orders <laughs> it's, it's a Nuremberg aspect of Boyzone. <laughs> I'll tell you I you were just following orders. I was West told life.
1: that life was a roller coaster, and i had reason to believe that at the time. So I don't ha- really see Actually that was technically part of Ronan Keating's solo career. So he he wasn't following orders at that stage.
0: He was he was in Unless terms And it was a
1: sort of Manchurian candidate type well in, scenario where Ronan Keating had been activated hmm. and by that point it was too late.
0: Oh, in, in in um in, in in British law of course there's a distinction between when a, an employee is acting on behalf of an organization and when they are, and I quote, this is the wording in the statute uh, or in the decision, off on a frolic of his own. Mm. Off
2: on a frolic yeah, of his so it's, own. It's, well, it's,
0: it's to determine... A frolic um, of one's own. It's to determine um, tortious liability uh, for organizations. Virginia
2: Woolf's requirements. That's right.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and so if you, are, if you are off on a frolic of your own, then your organization is not liable for what you're doing. Uh, but if you're like a Tesco's employee who like, you know, trips up an old lady while on the clock... Yeah,
1: because your boss told you to do that.
0: Yeah, then you're not off on a frolic of your own. You are acting on behalf of Tesco.
1: Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Because when Ronan Keating managed the branch of Tesco that I worked in, he used to regularly tell me, trip up that old woman, and I would do it because I was in fear of my job.
2: (laughs) That's right. I love to be yeah. an extraneous member of Boyzone ordering Milo to trip up old women. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. That's what Boyzone did. <laughs> that's, what Louis, that's what Louis Walsh's grand plan was.
2: <laughs> trip up yeah, every Louis Walsh. old no,
3: woman. There's a, there's a fun impression to do. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Walsh. Very <laughs> excited all the time, Louis Walsh.
2: Riley, do you know who Louis Walsh is? you? What are you, what no Walsh. fucking idea. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> have no
3: idea who Louis <laughs> Walsh is. Can you guess where he's from, though? Can you have a guess where he's from? <laughs> We'd like to is take it, a wide stab in the dark
1: about where Louis Walsh is from. Is, is it Ireland? That's right.
3: <laughs> I loved you. I loved your band. I loved it when you tripped up the old lady in Tesco. I'm putting you through.
1: Riley's making motions to me as though he needs to leave. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> I don't know I don't understand uh,
1: that. Actually, that's a frolic of Riley's own. He's not under <laughs> the auspices of the podcast. I'm doing being, that. I'm, I'm being
0: right. summoned for dinner. Okay. Cool. okay um, well it's about that t-
1: it's early to be summoned for dinner
0: because well, I have to go home and then we have to make dinner and I mean you don't that. have to
1: justify yourself to me'm no, I'm I'm,
0: i I'm not, no, not having <laughs> dinner at five Marley, I, you seem pretty
2: defensive Marley.
1: about the time you're having dinner at that's five all I'm saying
2: it's only following orders
0: oh that's right yeah Look, like, there ha- there's like there's like a pre-dinner wine that has mm. to happen like, we have to have like drinks mm. and then we I have see. to have dinner and we have to like you know there's dinner that has to be made. I don't think we'll be eating until later yeah like i'm not I'm not some like you know Pervert who has early dinner. Yeah.
1: Riley's <laughs> girlfriend, Oberstürm Obersturmfuhrer girlfriend.
0: I think we kind of came to that one on different wavelengths.
2: <laughs> we actually have uh, some documents here signed by you, Riley, which indicate that you knew full well what was happening with the 6.30 dinner. Mm.
0: God, so early. Your
2: own record keeping.
0: Partly also, it's my, my, my hatred of having dinner like mm. at like 6.30 stems from um, really wanting to sort of get away from my sort of perceived Americanness, mm. where they have dinner at like 3.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not good.
0: Yeah. I don't want that.
1: Why do they do that? Why do they have dinner at
3: three? It's a oh, weird time. I,
0: it's a weird time to have dinner. It's a weird time. It's exa- exaggerated by
3: me, but like we should be have- having dinner now. It's 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 eight o'clock, but you can't because you're out. They will. They don't have, serve dinner. I mean, here. they
0: will have dinner like between five and six thirty, which I think is too early. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is too early. I,
0: I I mean. I, there was a while where and I was like have salad with everything. actually I have dinner at like nine thirty and I was yeah. like oh that's a bit late isn't it like a Greek like a Greek like a, <laughs> <laughs>
2: like a Greek <laughs> like some <laughs> like the like Turk some, would do. It's like some <laughs> manner of Greek like some like some kind
0: of <laughs> like some kind of peninsulare. Mm. the Greek stands astride
1: history <laughs> eating
0: <laughs> eating a eating a gyros at
1: nine thirty p.m. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's gonna yeah. be me. Uh, but-
1: that would be a fun name for this podcast: the Greek Stands Astride history. Yeah, what? <laughs> There's just
0: no effort to justify why it's. Called <laughs> I'm going go, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to. Um, I'm go back to the, uh, the 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 thing I was doing at the beginning, talking about like good podcast making. If you're gonna name a podcast, don't make it too literal, or else you'll get really tired of saying the name when people ask what it is that you do.
1: Mm. Yeah, so we make this podcast, and it's about how the Greek Stands Astride history. <laughs>
2: Like a colossus. So if I could go
0: back and rename any podcast that I was involved in, for example, I would. Yeah,
1: you'd rename it to the I'm Just Following Orders podcast. I would
0: probably not name it that. I would probably call it something like the Greek Stands astride History, and then you'd have to name this one something else.
3: A bunch
1: of modern day Nazis, but who are like really apologetic, a bit like like communists who reject the Soviet Union. They're Nazis. They're like, no, Nazism has never really been properly tried. Like those guys,
2: (laughs) they did it wrong.
1: Like they made some big mistakes. We're gonna do it better this time.
2: Okay. So, so what we're saying is that there are Nazi tankies.
1: <laughs> Nankies.
2: <laughs> Nankies. Yeah, those are
0: like the. I think a lot of like the... tartsies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a good uh, a piece of
1: tartsey. <laughs> Shut I'll come back there and slap your uh, your helmet.
2: Shut- <laughs> Fake tartsies. Yeah,
0: that's right. Oh wow, <laughs> fake Totsies. Anyway, yeah. I do have to get Fit home. To, I do have to get home to do all those. Um, ooh, Oberjohn. I yeah. do have to get home <laughs> <laughs> to do all these. <laughs> Mm. All those uh, rituals that I described. So uh-huh. I love that's talking right, about yeah. Seinfeld with you guys, though. For the that was moments great. that we did, and well, we talked so about much, Seinfeld Rose. for
1: the entire time, so that was great. 100
0: stay it on topic.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, if please, you would like please, us to, please join us again.
1: Yeah, if you would like to can, us to continue staying on topic, please do join us for the next episode of this, when we will talk about the next episode of Seinfeld mm-hmm.
0: and nothing else. Yeah, that's the entire show. That's all we do.
2: That's it. Yeah, mm. a show about something. I'm gonna yeah.
0: go. I'm gonna go make some. I'm
2: mm. gonna go
0: make some TF notes. I'm gonna am ma- gonna make them so detailed, just like to compensate yeah. for the last hour. Oh yeah, yeah, that
2: reminds me, Roz. I was gonna make you that um that Glee meme with I'm gonna create a create. Well, a, 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 an episode note which is so detailed.
0: Yeah, I could mm. imagine. I could imagine.
2: You can I, imagine know the the I could okay,
1: imagine the meme. Yeah, cool. You don't okay. Do it.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I need to do that.
1: Well, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>
2: Bye.